Hey, Fidelity. What's it cost to invest with the Fidelity app? Start with as little as $1 with no account fees or trade commissions on U.S. stocks and ETFs. Hmm, that's music to my ears. I can only talk. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Zero account fees apply to retail brokerage accounts only. Zero dollar commission applies to online U.S. equity trades and ETFs and retail Fidelity accounts. Sell order assessment fee not included. Some account types and securities excluded. Details at fidelity.com slash commissions. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. It's 8 o'clock on today. Coming up and seen overnight, the Writers Guild of America calling a strike. Film and TV writers heading for the picket lines this morning. It'll affect every part of the industry and and, um, people beyond the industry. Straight ahead, what it means for your favorite shows. Then Gaines time. Joanna Gaines joins us live and there's a lot to catch up with her about. The Magnolia star opening up about new family and professional milestones. Her story coming up. Plus, remembering Gordon Lightfoot. We are honoring the folk legend who passed away yesterday at 84 years old. The tributes now pouring in. And have we met? Chanel takes us inside fashion's biggest night. This is one of the only events that celebrates fashion and Hollywood and brings all the stars together. We've got a look at all the stars who were serving major looks. He raises the stakes with the fashion. And bringing all the drama today, Tuesday, May 2nd, 2023. With my mom from Greenville, South Carolina. Because today I turned 50. From Oswego, New York, on a mother-son trip. Visiting from Rowlett, Texas, for my wife's birthday. Hi to my kids in Carmel, Indiana. From St. Louis. It's my first time in New York. On a mother-daughter trip from Des Plaines, Illinois. And the Villages, Florida. Shout out to Montgomery, Alabama. Sending love to our grandson. In Appleton, Wisconsin. Happy Happy fourth birthday, Sawyer. Sawyer, and welcome back, y'all. It's Tuesday morning. That was when they were dry outside yes. before the rain came. They got ponchos on, but they're still here, and we're going to head out a little bit and say, it hey. It is a hearty yes, crowd out you. there. We love you. Yeah. Thank you for being here. Quick note about tomorrow yeah. on today. The one and only mm-hmm. Jennifer Lopez will be here right here live in our studio. She will tell us all about her dramatic new role in an upcoming Netflix movie. It is called The Mother. It looks intense. Yeah, it is intense. We look forward to seeing Jennifer. Uh, let's get to our news at 8 o'clock, though, guys. For the first time in 15 years, Hollywood writers decided overnight to go on strike. Some viewers will notice the impact almost immediately. NBC national correspondent Miguel Almaguer joins us now with a look at the issues that still have both sides split far apart. Miguel, good morning. Hey, Hoda, good morning. Overnight, Hollywood got the ending that many feared. More than 11,000 film and television writers could be on the picket line in a matter of hours. The biggest sticking point, according to groups representing the studios, mandatory staffing, duration of employment, and streaming residuals. The Writers Guild calling a strike after negotiators were unable to reach a deal with the studios and streamers, saying, for the sake of our present and our future, we have been given no other choice. So how will this impact you at home? Well, that depends on how long the strike lasts. Tonight, you'll likely see late shows go into reruns. Daytime TV soap operas will likely do the same in a matter of days. And if this strike is prolonged, there could be an impact 
to the fall season of shows. The last strike in 2007-2008 lasted about 100 days. It cost the industry about $3 billion. There's no true prediction on how long this one could last. It's even unclear when negotiators will return to the table and how close they are or aren't to making a deal. All right, Miguel Almaguer on that story. Miguel, thank you. Just three months after shooting down a Chinese spy balloon, the U.S. military is tracking another mysterious balloon. Officials say it was detected over Hawaii last week, but did not fly over any sensitive areas. At this point, it's not clear if it's just a weather balloon or even who owns it. Three U.S. fighter jets were launched to inspect that object on Friday. Officials said it was not transmitting any signals and was not maneuverable and poses no threat to air traffic or national security. Now to a heartbreaking story from South Carolina, where police say a bride was killed by a speeding drunk driver while leaving her wedding reception. NBC Stephanie Goss joins us with new details on this story. Steph, this really is just a terrible one. Oh, Craig, it's awful. It's supposed to be the happiest day for a family. You know, it wasn't just the bride and groom in that golf cart. The bride's brother-in-law and nephew were in the front of the golf cart, and they're also recovering from injuries. A wedding day celebration shattered by tragedy in South Carolina. The bride struck and killed by an alleged drunk driver. His sister, a daughter, a wife died in her wedding dress because someone made a terrible decision. Authorities say the newlyweds were leaving their reception in a golf cart on Friday in Folly Beach, South Carolina, when a car hit them, killing 34-year-old Samantha Miller and injuring her husband, Eric Hutchinson, and two others inside. According to an affidavit submitted by police and obtained by NBC affiliate WYFF, officers said they smelled alcohol on the breath of the driver of the car, identified as 25-year-old Jamie Lee Komorowski, and asked her to take a sobriety test, which she refused. In a GoFundMe set up by the groom's family, his mother writes that Eric is in serious condition and has a long recovery ahead. Komorowski was arrested and charged with reckless homicide and three counts of DUI involving great bodily injury or death. Now, Samantha Miller's family is in mourning over the heartbreaking loss. She, from the moment she woke up that day until she left the venue, she told Eric on the golf cart that she wanted this day to last forever. He told us that at the hospital today when we saw him. It just breaks your heart. The groom, Eric Hutchinson, has already undergone multiple surgeries. He's expected to survive, but he has a long recovery ahead. The two other passengers are still are still recovering. Obviously, there's the physical recovery and there's the emotional one. Which I doubt you ever recover from. Yeah. Gus. Steph, thank you. All right. Uh, the man who's been called the godfather of artificial intelligence has left his job at Google And the reason is somewhat ominous. Jeffrey Hinton says he wants to be free to talk about the possible dangers of technology that he helped to develop. Hinton has expressed concerns about AI's potential for replacing workers and especially as a tool for spreading misinformation. Google praised Hinton for his contributions and said it remains committed to a responsible approach to AI. Music fans are remembering legendary singer-songwriter Gordon Lightfoot who died last night at a Toronto hospital. A legend, Gordon Lightfoot, helped pioneer that folk rock sound of the 60s and 70s with songs like Sundown. It was a number one pop hit in the U.S. Other favorites included If You Could Read My Mind and The Wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald. 
The Ontario Canada native recently canceled upcoming performance states, blaming health reasons. He was 84 years old. You were just talking about Well, this. when I was a kid, I'll tell you what I used to do. I used to wake up in the middle of the night, put on a Gordon Lightfoot 45, mm. rainy day people, and like draw. I thought I was very artistic. And my parents were like, go to bed. <laughs> but it was still, I see he was such a fabric of my growing up. What mm. a beautiful voice he mm. had. Oh. Yeah. Be beautiful. Nice. All right. Coming up, guys, live from Waco, Texas, it is Joanna Gaines. We can't wait to catch up with her, try out one of her delicious dessert recipes. She's got a brand new cookbook out. And then we got to talk about it. Fashion's biggest night out. Some surprising looks, some surprise pregnancy reveals, Ooh. and a giant cat. Chanel takes us <laughs> seat there inside all of the Met Gala's excitement right after this. It's fashion. The legend of Cayman Jack is just around the corner. With blue agave nectar, real lime juice, and cane sugar. Discover legendary tastes with America's number one margarita. Premium flavored malt beverage. Please drink responsibly. All registered trademarks used under license by American Vintage Beverage Company, Chicago, Illinois. When you're hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging to connect with candidates faster. Plus, 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is Constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than three and a half million businesses worldwide that use Indeed. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash today. Just go to Indeed.com slash today right now and support this show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash today. Conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. We're back, 813, with an inside look at Chanel's new, not just, no, no. Uh, an inside <laughs> look right. at fashion's biggest night of the year, the annual Met Gala. Okay, mm. let's talk about it. This year's theme, honoring the works of fashion icon Karl Lagerfeld, and Chanel was right there, front row seat. Let's it's talk about it. Looking good. I decided wow. to keep the hair this way. Yes, I look like I'm going mom. to like a Bridgerton convention, but it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. There's no fashion event quite like the Met Gala. The stars out in full force last night, decked out in glitz and glamour from J-Lo and Kim Kardashian to Queen Riri. This year's white carpet did not disappoint. Last night in Manhattan, the hottest fashions in the spotlight. And brings all the stars together. He graces the stakes with the fashion. The first Monday in May, circled on every celebrity's calendar. I want to see everybody. You know, this is my 20th Met Gala. The stars putting their best fashion foot forward at the Met Gala, serving major looks and bringing the drama to the museum's iconic steps. Tell me who you guys are wearing. Gucci. 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 I'm wearing Chloe. Designed by Gabriella and also designed by Carl. Chanel is a couture spring summer from 1988. The theme this year is Carl Lagerfeld, a line of beauty. So expect to see a lot of Chanel. Not this Chanel, but the other Chanel. You'll see both classic and, of course, over the top. I have to go get my spots. Vogue 
editor-in-chief Anna Wintour stepping out in style, along with this year's gala co-chairs, including Penelope Cruz, Dua Lipa, and Roger Federer. Say hi to Savannah. Hi, Savannah. <laughs> All getting the party started, wearing their Monday best in honor of Carl. For people who didn't know Carl Lagerfeld, how would you describe him? What did he mean to you? Uh, he was a total genius. Lagerfeld was at the helm of some of the biggest fashion houses during his 65-year career, including Fendi and Chanel. He was a unique presence on the, on, the, on the world stage of fashion. His timeless designs and feminine silhouettes on display. I hope everybody made him proud. People in heaven like, yes, no. <laughs> Celebrities reimagining some of those Chanel classics. It's a marriage between Versace and Carla. From the signature tweed. I'm giving some Chanel tweed moments. To the black and white ensembles, to that iconic bow. Stars bringing full body glamour. We decided to make our hair the headpiece. Usher, can we see the shoes really quickly? Scott, see these gloves? And dazzling with sequins, feathers, and pearls. Fan favorite Kim Kardashian making her grand entrance in custom Scaparelli, dripping in 50,000 freshwater pearls. It was an all-out show on this year's white carpet. I think we have an unveiling happening. Including some unforgettable tributes to the late designer's beloved cat, Choupette. Did he just purr to us? A little Doja Cat, anyone? You have to tell us about this bag. Um, yes, it's Judith Lieber. It's a pink Choupette cat. You know, that's an ode. But it was Jared Leto, known for his daring looks, who once again turned heads with the perfect tribute. I could just imagine him looking down with a big smile on his face, uh, seeing Choupette in all his glory. And of course, the party wouldn't be complete without some surprises. Serena Williams and Carly Kloss both taking to the carpet, debuting new baby bumps. Congratulations! Thank you so much! I love so much that you're walking the red carpet with your little bambino. What does that feel like? This is the first time I'm sharing my news, so it's so special. I can't imagine a more special place. But perhaps the biggest jaw-dropping moment of the night was Rihanna, the queen of the Met Gala, arriving fashionably late to make her long-awaited return to the museum steps. They have been out here since almost 5 o'clock this morning. Wow. Everybody's waiting for you. Wow, well, thank God I came. And when we asked, and when we asked, thank God you guys waited, too. Thank you. You look beautiful. The singer, who's pregnant with her second child with Aesop Rocky, undeniably stealing the show in a stunning flower-covered gown by Valentino. We decided to wait, stick it out, and it was worth it. Hi, Rihanna. I think she's my best dressed of the evening. All of it making for another night of pure magic at the Met. So guys, that Rihanna moment was so well worth the wait. As for what happened after, people always want to know what happens when you go yeah, into the door. inside. Well, Jimmy Fallon joked that once they get inside, mm -hmm. the guests are handed these gold bars <laughs> and only eat caviar. Uh, but really, it's a big party in the museum. The stars are mingling over dinner. There was even a surprise performance by Lizzo. Oh, cool. Everybody oh. wondered who it would be. It really is just for them, just a chance to get together, dress up. It's just fun. We've you never, just have to, you've never been. Of you've no. never been? Of course. I've never been. I've never but been inside. You, but you've been the closest. I'm, you know, yes. on the yeah. carpet. 
And I have to say what people don't see on the other side of the block. Yeah. People are lined up here in New York City for blocks yeah. and watching watch, people just come to get in. a glimpse. At yeah. one point, I'll give you a little scoop. So Pete Diddy came out a little early and he went outside to talk to all of the people yeah. and they were so happy. And he went up and down Sweet. the street. So Sweet. it really is just a fun cool. night. Wow. Thank What's you, that? Chanel. Well, you wore it well. Thank you. Chanel. You sure Thank did. You. <laughs> Mr. Roker, what you got? I walked by it yesterday. <laughs> Pepper and I walked right by. It was very nice. Uh, record highs out in the western plains. Some mountain snows out west. A radiant day through the southeast, but unfortunately looking at a cool, showery day here in the northeast. That's your latest weather. Don't forget, you join us on your drive to work or school or home. You'll find us at SiriusXM Channel 108. Guys? All right, Al. Thank you. Let's turn now to one of our very favorites, Joanna Gaines. Oh, of course, she and her husband, Chip, became household names from their hit show, Fixer Upper, and they have just expanded their Magnolia brand. It's an empire, really. They've got a television network, those famous Magnolia silos, and soon a hotel. Yeah, and if that wasn't enough to keep Joanna busy today, she is releasing her third cookbook. It's called Magnolia Table, Volume 3, a collection of recipes for gathering. Joanna is with us now. Good morning, Good sunshine. Morning. Good morning. How are y'all? Good. We're excited you're joining us live from your own kitchen. I know we're going to make cake in a little bit, but you know what? They made us some, so we get to taste your recipe. Mm -hmm. So tell us about this new cookbook. So what I love about this cookbook, we started this cookbook in 2020. So we were, uh, this was when everyone was at home, working from home. We were testing all the recipes from home, the entire food team. And it came, it was really birthed out of a place where we were just craving community, being around the table again. So I'd say three years later now, it's just truly a celebration of those moments around the table. Mm. And for me with my kids that are growing up so fast, <laughs> anytime I can get a meal on the table, I mean, those are the moments I'm savoring the most in the oh. season. Well, we want to talk about the recipe in just a second, but there was a night that you and Chip had out where you didn't have to cook a thing. You <laughs> went to the White House and you enjoyed uh, yes. a state dinner. What was that like? What was on the menu? It was um, a beef that had, it was like a fusion of American and Korean. And when my mother found out that we were going, I mean, she cried immediately. Mm. She was like, I would have never thought that, you know, my daughter would meet the Korean president. So it was such an honor. It was a dream for sure. Well, I mean, talk about just a full circle moment. You were at the state dinner honoring South Korea. Yes. And then you mm. actually traveled to Seoul with some of the kids. What mm. was that like? Yes. We went, it was a couple weeks ago, we took 25 of our family members and were there for a week. I had never been, none of us had been, just my parents. And so it was really just this, again, this full circle moment of um, understanding where my mother was from, walking the same street she walked. Uh, it it kind of completed something in me, and it's even hard to explain, but it was so special for our family to all be there. Uh, with my parents. That's where they met in 1971. So just all the stories, everything about it was incredible. Definitely a trip of a lifetime. Love that. Let's get to this delicious recipe you have before you. First of all, what are we making today? 
Today I made a butter cake oh and you know, God. I'm a chocolate lover. So anytime I make something other than chocolate, I'm just saying, I promise you it's good. This is kind of <laughs> one of those that if I'm not going to make chocolate, this is one of my favorites. It's super simple. You literally Ooh. would have all of the ingredients in your pantry. It's easy to whip up, but I wanted to elevate it a little bit. That's a lot of what this cookbook is. It's just experimenting with different um, flavor profiles, having a little more fun. And so you can eat the butter cake by itself, but you I really wanted to dress it up a little bit with a heavy whip. You really can. Um, roasted strawberries that have been in the oven for about 10 to 12 minutes. And then I top it off with some balsamic reduction to just really, again, kind of elevate the dessert. A little hint of surprise, but it also really balances all the sweetness. Okay, this is... Sorry to talk with my mouth full. Are you trying so, it right now? Are you now? kidding it's me? So good. I Go love this whipped cream, and you did add your chocolate on top. I'm with you, Joanna. Like, if you're not going to have chocolate, it better be darn good. And this is better than mm-hmm. any chocolate. It's like a chewy white cake. And mm. again, it's the balsamic. Anytime I'm doing this, everyone's like, no, balsamic. I don't want balsamic on it. That's That's too, you know, it's too different. But I always tell people just try it yeah mm-hmm. something about the balsamic really we made a believer it out of us. It. yeah no kidding unexpected it's so good and but by the way real quick 20 years you and chip how about that your anniversary 20 years i know it's crazy magnolia is 20 years old and <laughs> chip and i've been married for 20 years so can you can you believe you've been with that crazy for man sure. for two decades I know. that is astonishing <laughs> I do have to dye my hair now, you know, so other than that. No, Joanna, congrats fun. on all. We love the cake. Love I mean, that's beyond. Delicious. Buy the it's cookbook just for that cake. It's Seriously. A, it's a 10 plus. It's a, it's a 20. Yeah. Thank, Thank you, you, Joanna. We Thank love you. Thank you. If you want the butter cake recipe, actually, you can go to today.com slash food. And again, the book is called Magnolia Table Volume 3. It's available now at today.com slash books. We'll be right back after this. This is sick. This is Yummy. so You want a high five for sticking it out on a rainy day? Nice. What's up? Oh my gosh, I almost just fell over. The best, but the best part about it, when you come from during the rain days, you get to keep the poncho. Yeah. That's right. That's what a poncho. Y'all are here. You get a poncho. You get a poncho. <laughs> guys, we have a lot coming up, including Pop Start. Pop yeah. Start is going to be a very busy Pop Start, guys. We have got big news to share on the potential return of a beloved movie franchise. You have Ooh. to stay tuned for that. Okay. All right. Uh, then coming up in just a few minutes on the third hour, a new consumer confidential all about what to buy this month. It's May 2nd, so we're going to have the best deals on some big ticket items and what you should hold off on purchasing as well. Okay, okay. and calling all Bridgerton fans, yes, that's yes, you and yes, me, baby. Be ready. The cast of the new prequel series, Queen Charlotte, oh. will join us tomorrow on today. Oh. It says right there, and according to the early reviews, this is one to watch. Some say the spinoff is even better than the original. No. Are you? What? That's not possible. We're getting it. Okay. All right. And we're talking about we're it. We're talking about it. What you got, Mr. Roker? Well, I got a little look at seeing what's happening for today. Uh, cool rainy day in the Northeast. Great Lakes. Record highs out west. Radiant day down through the Gulf Coast. Some mountain snows along the West Coast. And then as we take a look at tomorrow, cool and soggy again here in the Northeast. 
southeast, more beautiful skies throughout the southeast and the Gulf Coast, the warmth hanging around the western plains, some mountain snows, interior sections in the Sierra, and look for some sunny skies around the western Great Lakes. And that's your latest weather. All right, Al. Folks, how cool is this? We have an NFL legend on the plaza, the one, the only J.J. Watt, but you're not here talking about uh, football or our kind of football. football. You're talking about football. Yeah, a little bit. We're, uh, my wife and I are investing in Burnley Football Club over in England, uh, headed back up to the Premier League this year, and very, very excited about it. That's a big deal, J.J. Watt. Thank you. you. I appreciate it. You know, I'm retired. My wife said, hey, you're hanging around the golf a little too much and playing a little too much golf. (laughs) So uh, we we love it. We love it. We've been over there. We've spent a lot of time over in Burnley. We're going back again this week to watch the final game, watch them hoist the trophy, be a part of the parade, and we're very, very excited. That is so cool. Did I read your wife is an athlete? Did she My wife's a professional soccer player. Well, there you go. I thought so. So she knows. She'll be the brains of this operation. She's the brains of everything around our house. Now, Ryan Reynolds did the same. We've done a lot of press on that. Did this happen before or during the same time? uh, So I've been looking into this for a few years now. My wife and I have. And I've actually spoken to Ryan to get his advice and his opinions on what he's experienced with him and Rob and Wrexham. And, I mean, they have done an unbelievable job. We're hoping to have uh, a sliver of the success that they've had because it's been incredible, and we're having a lot of fun watching their success, and we're excited to bring some of that to Burnley as well. We should point out cool. JJ's not some Johnny come lately, yeah, yeah, by the way. Yeah. You've been a fan of the Premier League since like 2010, 2011, yes. before yeah. everyone else showed up. Yes, I appreciate that. I have been a fan for a very, very long time. And uh, when I was coming into the league in 2010, 2011 as a fan, I was trying to find who to be a fan of. I just love the league, and I think there's a lot of people in that boat right now, so I'm here to steer them to Burnley as their Team of Burnley. So we got cool. it. Burnley. JJ, thank yeah. you so much. We appreciate it. Congrats to you both. Mm-hmm. Coming up next, we've got a really special conversation to share with everybody with Luke Russert on the incredible journey that helped him connect with his family legacy, his father, and his faith in a whole new way. But first, this is today on NBC. The legend of Cayman Jack is just around the corner. With blue agave nectar, real lime juice, and cane sugar. Discover legendary taste with America's number one margarita. Premium flavored malt beverage. Please drink responsibly. All registered trademarks used under license by American Vintage Beverage Company, Chicago, Illinois. You like to watch new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. A new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course. And Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's all new and it's streaming now on Hulu. Welcome back. Tim Russert, a legendary name here at NBC News, our longtime Washington bureau chief, moderator of Meet the Press for 16 years. Well, when he passed away, we all missed him, but no one missed him more than his son, Luke. And Savannah, you got the chance to sit down with Luke. Oh, yes. Luke, if you knew Tim, you Mm -hmm. knew that Luke was Tim's pride and joy. After Tim passed away suddenly in 2008, Luke reported for NBC News in Washington. In fact, we once shared an office. But after working at NBC News for eight years, Luke began to question why he was chasing his father's legacy. He looked for answers in a three-year odyssey across six continents, and the result is a new book. It's called Look For Me There, Grieving My Father, Finding Myself, and we caught up with Luke to talk about this journey. 
You know, people use that expression, you've been on a journey, yeah. but you've actually been on a journey. A three-year odyssey around six continents and trying to figure out, okay, what are you really about? A journey that began after coming to terms with the loss of his beloved father, Tim Russert, the legendary moderator of Meet the Press, a force at NBC News. But to Luke, a father he adored. Tim died suddenly in 2008, two days before Father's Day. This is a special edition of Meet the Press with Tim Russert. Senator Obama, welcome back to Meet the Press. Thank you so much for having me. No specific reference to campaign finance reform. Senator Clinton, welcome back to Meet the Press. Thanks, Tim. It's good to be with you. Luke Russert is sharing his story for the first time in a new book, Look For Me There, Grieving My Father, Finding Myself. In it, he traverses terrain both physical and deeply personal. This journey begins in many ways with your father's passing, which was a heartbreaking and shocking moment that as a young man, you had to share with everybody. And it was soul crushing. It was such a whirlwind. Luke was just 22 when he delivered his father's eulogy. I love you, Dad. And in his words, let us all go get him. I remember being at your father's memorial service. And I can't imagine standing up at 22 years old in that crowd. You're heartbreaking. It was quite, uh, it it was quite nerve-wracking to be up there. You see the face of Barack Obama and John McCain and Joe Biden. And I felt my father there too. So, and I knew I couldn't let him down. It was a shining moment for you in one of the hardest moments of your life. Suddenly, NBC News says, we see something in you. NBC came to me. They said, you have a gift. You have a natural talent. The name didn't hurt either. In these swing states, where NBC hired Luke. He covered the 2008 campaign and later Capitol Hill. We even shared an office back in the day when I was an NBC News correspondent in Washington. My old office mate. I know, exactly. (laughs) Reunited again. The entire conference is in a holding pattern, Thomas. It couldn't have been easy, and I I know people would criticize. It was hard. Okay, I'm going to take this criticism, but that means I have to work ten times harder to prove myself. Well, you did prove yourself, and that's why it was all the more surprising when you decided to walk away. I left NBC. I liked the work, but some days it left me empty. And I had to get away from my last name. I had to get away from the world that I knew. I lost my father as a teenager. You lost your father young. And I know that's always connected us. It was those first few years where you feel something's missing. Luke's soul-searching led him to over 65 countries. I'm so interested in your emotional journey. We can't miss that this is a really entertaining, literal journey (laughs) through the world. So I went to places like Vietnam. My gosh, we dropped all these bombs here, but these folks are so loving and forgiving and talkative, and it really was powerful. Reading about you going to Bolivia, going to a a high altitude with very thin oxygen, you have issues with your lungs, that sounded terrifying. It's like 14,000 feet up almost, and I can't breathe. The place where I was staying, they actually got oxygen for me. It taught me I can handle a lot, and it's okay. Luke also writes about his complicated relationship with his mother, Maureen Orth, an accomplished journalist in her own right. Talk about having a little tension with her sometimes, and how did you work that out? I did some traveling with her. I began to understand her, and I began to realize, wow, this was somebody who was not given anything, had to work so hard for every single thing that she had. I get why you were pushing me so much. 
A devout Catholic, Luke says it was in the Holy Land where he found clarity at the Church of the Holy Sepulchre in Jerusalem. And there's the tomb of Christ. I have this very deep meditative state that I go into, and I hear a voice in my head, it's like, you know, go pray. I'm kind of shaking. So I walk out, and I don't know what to do, and I start looking for something, and I see a Buffalo Bills yarmulke. Okay, now I'm not sure, but my father loved the Buffalo Bills. I was like, well, I have to get that. And I said, well, the Western Wall is open. I get this now. Dad's with me. He's been here every step of the way. And you did tuck a prayer into the Western Wall for I your did. dad. It's his favorite verse. I have fought the good fight and keep the faith. Divine. Divine, yeah. The book is called Look For Me There, mm -hmm. which is what your dad used to say if we get separated at the baseball stadium. Yeah. But it's also about you looking for him. Yeah. And you found him. I did. And I miss him every day, but I know he loves me, and I know he's happy, and we love each other. Well, he'd be so proud of you. Thank you so much. Mm, yes, he Wow. Wow. It's a pretty incredible read. I mean, what... Luke, all the places that he went, but it's super honest about the whole journal. It's very uh, journey and it's, it's introspective and he talks about his relationship with both parents. And we're just like, you know, yeah. we all love yeah. Luke and yes. we're all so proud of him. And he did a very courageous thing. He was doing really well here and stepped away. And actually there's a great story in the book. I don't want to give too much yeah. of it away, but it's actually the house speaker, former house speaker, John Boehner, mm -hmm. who basically took him aside and said like, what are you doing what here, are you man? Get out of here. What are you doing? Wow. And it changed everything for him. And to be able to take that physical journey and also the one inside, because yes. I think uh -huh. a lot of people think if I go somewhere, I'll find something, yep. Look, looking for something, but it was all, he, he figured it all out. Yeah, the title wow. is perfect. It is. I love yes, that. It's perfect. And it's beautiful. The Buffalo Bills yarmulke yeah. Yeah. flying <laughs> off the shelves. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For the Russers, it always comes <laughs> back. Listen, the, Buffalo Buffalo Bills. Bills. the Lord always. speaks yes. in mysterious <laughs> ways. All right. Luke's book, of course, is called Look For Me There. It is available starting today. Congrats to Luke. All right, guys, taking a turn. When we come back, we're going to have pop start for you, including a new interview with Ryan Reynolds and Rob McElhaney on their emotional journey to success in the world of soccer. But first, this is today on NBC. We are back. It is 845. Dylan's joined in on the fun. Jacob, you are covering Pop Start for us. What you got? Shall we pop? Ladies and gentlemen, first up, Ryan Reynolds and Rob McElhaney. Henny, excuse me, the two Hollywood A-listers <laughs> turned professional soccer team owners are still floating on air after Wrexham's Cinderella story win that promoted them back into the English Football League. It ends a 15-year hiatus from the EFL. And in a recent interview with Welsh Network S4C, Reynolds opens up about the emotional ride it's been so far. I am so emotionally connected to every single one of these players, um, and I, I realize that this isn't uh, this isn't a, a sport for the soft-hearted. Uh, but it, it is uh, to, to be to experience that moment and to bring that trophy home to Wrexham was uh, uh, probably at least top one experiences of my life. <laughs> And I am aware that I have children. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty awesome. A huge congrats to the Wrexham team. All right, next up, Mamma Mia! Hollywood's getting ready to take a chance on the hit musical franchise once again. This week, Mamma Mia! Mamma Mia! producer Judy Kramer told ITV she is pushing to get a third movie made. There's nothing official in the works yet, but Kramer revealed she's come up with a way to bring back the previous movie's beloved characters, including, mm. don't worry, 
yeah. Meryl Streep. Right. Ah. Based on the hit stage musical, the first Mamma Mia movie premiered back in 2008. We are staying tuned for more on that one. And then next up, Prehistoric Planet. We have got a pop star exclusive sneak peek at the docuseries Epic Second, Second Season. And there is a lot of star power behind the scenes on this one. Prehistoric oh, is narrated by the one, the only, Sir David Attenborough, oh, scored by Oscar winner Hans Zimmer. And just take a look at these oh, dinosaurs. Wow. Amazing, I know. The show combines wildlife filmmaking with state-of-the-art technology oh. to bring all of these guys to life. All right, you can catch the new season starting May wow. 22nd. Wow. So, so, so cool. Uh, on Apple TV+. Plus. And to check out the full trailer, go over to today.com right now. Don't wait. My son has seen season one probably yeah. six times. <laughs> it's fantastic. It's so cool. I was yeah, saying to Al, incredible. too, it's like, and to you, it's like so different from the original yeah. Jurassic yeah. Park. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Jurassic Park, you're like, that is, that's a real dinosaur yeah. right there. Yeah. All right, finally, our very own, the one, the only, Dylan Dreyer. She's got a brand new book out in her best-selling Misty the Cloud series. This one's called Misty the Cloud. Fun is in the air. Aww. What's the deal, Dylan? Uh, well, I mean, all, all, most all of us have six, seven-year-olds in the house. Yep. I'm so proud of this book because I do too. And this is a level two step into reading book. The ones, Amazing. you know, preschoolers to first graders can read on their own. Calvin read it with me last night. Um, Al, you'd appreciate this. The science worked right into the story. Oh, all about perfect. a sea breeze and how the sea breeze this carnivals in town. Wow. So think bounce houses, I think updraft roller coasters. Mm. Um, just a, a, a lot of fun, and I'm just so excited to have this how out there. All, this, this is, is so, so cool. So Thank cool. you. So signed it to Charlie. That's so cool. Oh, my God. It's more in his Thank wheelhouse. I'm so already. proud of you. Yeah. Misty the Cloud is the greatest. It's I'm glad to see the time. empire. Yes. empire is expanding. Thank all of our so children. Much. Thank you. Children of the world, thank you. You can find out more about Misty the Cloud. Fun is in the air on today.com right now, and that is your and we're going to have more on Misty coming up in the third hour. Yeah, okay. But first, this is today on NBC. The legend of Cayman Jack is just around the corner. Mixed with blue agave nectar, real lime juice, and cane sugar for the perfect balance of sweet, salty, and sour every time. Discover legendary taste with Cayman Jack, America's number one margarita. Premium flavored malt beverage. Please drink responsibly. All registered trademarks used under license by American Vintage Beverage Company, Chicago, Illinois.